Oh. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Ah. What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. Uh, Sabrina's running late, but she will be here. You know what I'm saying? I got a mirror on ones and twos, and I got my co-host. Water, baby. Well, I want y'all to hear it if you're not watching. Oh, oh, this is the sound of life right here. This is the sound of life right here, man. Water moving around like this. Made it possible for us to exist, man. You got to be moving out here in this universe, man. Can't just stand still. Can't just sit. We got to be moving. We got to stay mobile. You know what I'm saying? Keep your brain moving. Keep your life moving. Keep the water moving through your body, man. Come on. You got to keep it flowing. Keep it moving. We all moving right now. The whole planet itself is moving at an incredible speed. It's going around in a circle and it's traveling, man. The whole universe is moving. So who are you not to move out here, man? You better get up and go get it. You know what I'm saying? Nothing is stable. Nothing just standing still, man. Get up and go get it. Moving and grooving. We moving and grooving, man. Whatever you whatever you procrastinating on, you better move and groove your ass on up and get it. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Hold me. Get up and go get it, man. And while you doing it, drink water, man. Amir ain't had his water today yet. No, I did. Oh, you did? I had the whole thing of food, uh, Fiji just a second ago. Oh, I, oh, you just had it. So yeah. when I checked, when, when I juice tapped in earlier, he wasn't on it yet. But now he didn't. He didn't came up. Okay, I'm watching you, dog. Water, man. Mm. It's the key. I got my patron saints in here. Um. Shout out to my Patreon crew, the patron saints. If you listen to the show and you want to join my Patreon, you can. You can head to my Instagram page, click the link, scroll down to the Patreon section, and then you can pick your tier. Um, it's really, my Patreon is really just a support page because it's, it's people giving back to me, you know, for the loads of content I put out and just just to support me, you know what I mean? It's uh, it's, a, it's really a love offering, man, and I appreciate y'all. Um, and we're bringing the movie nights back. They're coming back real soon. Coming back real soon, man. Yeah, yeah, we family at this point, Kobe. We family out here. Family. So I got my patron saints right in here with me as I record the podcast live. So Verbal Cardio is live with my patron saints right here by my side. Yo, I saw this video Ronnie Jordan posted. Uh, shout out to Ronnie Jordan, funny comedian. He he in Georgia. Uh, he posted uh, a video, and apparently they got male breast reduction. Never knew. Never knew they had... Well, I guess I guess it makes sense, you know, if a woman could get a breast reduction, you know, so can a man, I I would assume, since they know how to do all this now, you know what I mean? I would, you know, but fellas, man, you can get your titties reduced out here, man. 
Fellas, you can get your titties reduced. How y'all feel about that? Because I know there's a lot of men out here, and you know, we out here, and we be we be investigating our little titties, and we be like, man, man, it's kind of, you know, when they get too jiggly, we get self-conscious. You know, we just be like, oh, my titties is jiggling. As men, you know. Sometimes you're getting a little soft. Some of you men out here with the strong C cup, D cups going, and like, you know. Some of y'all got some of these men out here got good side boob. Some of these men out here got some good side boob. You put them in a white beater, that little titty be swinging. The side boob, fellas, fellas, if you out here with the side boob, man, watch out. Look out. Cause I'll be looking, man. I'll be like, hey, hey. Titties is titties. You know what I'm saying? If you in the white beater, your titties jiggling. I'm looking. There's not going to be the same passion on it, but I'm going to just be like, man, you know what I'm saying? Titties out. He ain't, he ain't got no bra on. You know, that's when it's like, man, he ain't even got no bra. But, fellas, you can get a breast reduction as men. So, so fellas, if you're tired of your titties out here, you, your C-cups, you might want to look into that, man. Mine, I can still work with mine. I can still do a few push-ups and, you know what I'm saying, I can still work with mine. If I flex, you can see the movement at least. But, you know, but when it come down to it, when push come to shove, when my back is against the wall, when the, when the tables are turned, when the smoke clears, at the end of the day, if I need to, man, take these titties off. You know what I'm saying? Take them off. Just be out here tittyless. Just leave a vacant slot. It's just, it just is nothing. I'll just be out here flat chested. You feel me? Um, Super Bowl Sunday happened. Super Bowl Sunday. Amir, did you watch the game? He was in and out. Was you at a function, a little shindig, a little get together? No, I was at home. I was chilling. Okay. I just. Don't got cable or anything TV related, so I was just like, oh. if it if I catch it, then yeah. I catch it. But otherwise, no, I don't care. All right, <laughs> what did you did you watch anything during that time from from three to seven? Three three to seven. What was you, did you watch anything, or did you just sit and reflect? Really was yeah, mostly was chilling, playing the game, mm-hmm. and then I had the I had pulled the game up on the uh, on my iPad like on a, some website or whatever yeah. that I go to, and I was like, all right, I'm watching, the, see a little bit, right? And then it froze, and I was like, right. I'm just yeah, I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> and I caught like the end part of halftime, and then that was that was it. And then I caught the uh, I came got back home and I watched the um, like the last three minutes of the fourth quarter, or okay. like the entire fourth quarter actually. Oh, the good, the good part. The good part, yeah. The best part of the game. Okay, man. You didn't earn the the climax, man. <laughs> you didn't earn it, man. You just checked in on it. But uh it was it was cool. But son, you know, Super Bowl is an experience. And the big the big part of the talk was uh the halftime show. Cause you know, you had Dr. Dre performing, you had Snoop Dogg, you had Eminem, you had Mary J. Blige, and you had Kendrick Lamar. Doing the halftime show. This is the first time they had hip hop acts do the halftime show, man. What took so long? Super Bowl. NFL be showing their colors a lot, man. Why it take this long to get a halftime show with some hip hop in it? 
Why take this long? It's funny how America doesn't. I don't know why I'm doing this. America, fuck yeah. I don't know why I just did air quotes. America. It's funny how you know they try to relegate hip hop to the side. They try to be like, oh, hip hop is over here. Uh, we don't really play hip hop in this this type of venue, this type of function, this type of brand. Whatever the case may be, they always want to be extra patriotic, but then turn the blind out of hip hop. When it was when it started here, hip hop is homegrown. It's American. Hip hop is as American as apple pie. And what makes apple pie so American? Was it discovered in, in, in America? Was that its debut? Like, why is apple pie American, man? What what pie did America bring to the table? I damn sure don't think it was apple. I could be wrong. I don't know. Because I feel like apple pie should have been out here in these streets. I'm sure some, some Swedish people cooked up an apple pie somewhere. Nice little hot crust. Apples, maybe grease somewhere. I don't know. But I damn sure know apple pie was not, like, <laughs> founded here. TC don't like apple pie, neither does Florida. Who likes apple pie? And when I say like, I mean you actually, like, you buy them and eat them. Pie is overrated in general. Now, hold on, MTM. Hold on. So, okay, here we go. Apple pie was founded in England. So it's as English as apple pie. It's as British as apple pie. Apple pie. So how did we get, that's as American as apple pie. How did we get this? We took bald eagles and we took apple pie. Now I'm thinking, did, did were the bald eagles originated here? <laughs> now I want to know, where do bald eagles originate? Because America ain't making no sense right now. It's as American as apple pie. What we got? Um, the, their range extends from the Mexico border through the United States and Canada. So, yeah. Okay, so bald eagles legit. But American. we also have to think, like, Native Americans existed before things became American. Oh, for sure. But so, you know, like, they... you know, it's theirs. It, I'm going to give bald eagles to the natives. Oh, I, we got to give everything <laughs> to Everything them, to the natives. If that's but, the case. But not apple pie. <laughs> but so the bald eagle can, okay. I get it, America. I get why you chose it. I get why you chose it. Well, you know, as American as apple pie and bald eagles, will the bald eagle count, though? All right, we'll give you that. So that should be the new saying. This is as American as a bald head. I like that. <laughs> that should be the new saying or the new slogan, whatever the hell that is. This is as American as a bald head. And by bald head, that, that represents the eagle. And then, you know what I'm saying? And I also like to throw myself into the mix because I am a proud bald. I'm a proud bald. I want to say that I am out and I am proud and I am bald. Okay? I'm out of the closet on baldness. And honestly, I've never been in the closet. 
but I'm here, I'm valued, I'm valid, and I'm bald. Okay? And I'm proud of it. I'm not trying to color my hair in. I'm not trying to get implants or extensions or whatever the hell. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But for me, my hair was like, fuck this. My scout was like, well, we're going to be here regardless. And here we are. Me and my scalp. And every time hair tries to come around, no, you got to go. You're toxic. You're fractured. You know what I'm saying? So, ah, I am I'm, I am a proud bald. And shout out to the other proud balds out there. And but you you men in denial, man, just just let it go. Join us in bald. You know what I'm saying? And can I also say that I know you're bald, so mm-hmm. people don't have to remind me. Oh, 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 just in case you didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> I am proudly dating a bald man, and uh, there's a lot of women who love bald men. So you don't have to be like, but he's bald, and like, or whatever y'all be saying. So um, if you're worried about not getting women because you lost your hair, I got news for you. Women like baldness. I was young when I realized bald men like, are around. Yeah, I was real young. I was, was and then you I was, like bald? No, Did you say that out loud. I, I just remember the first time I was like, you know, I was in my boy crazy uh, phase, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, this guy's not ugly, yeah. even though he doesn't have hair. Like he's actually he's a very handsome man. Yeah, and I rem- remember realizing it was like the realization that like hair doesn't make a man or anybody. It doesn't make anyone. Um, so yeah, bald is attractive. So I need uh, dudes to just let it go, let it go, cause y'all look. Sometimes y'all look silly, trying to. They be trying to hang on. They be trying to hang I on, but I, I am go. not anti units. Man units, do your thing, cause they actually look really good sometimes. The unit, if you got to get a unit. But if, if you don't be it, acting like you're better than the yes, real balls. Yes. Don't be acting funny. Don't be changing your style up and start looking down on us mm-hmm. when you got that work. It's like those women in the in the fitness pictures and stuff like that, but they got the surgery, but they didn't do the working out. They're like, you can get this too. And like, you know, but they be in the gym. Like if you're going to get a unit, get a unit just to switch your style up. Don't get a unit. Like do it like the you know the reason that we switch our hair up as women is to switch the style up. You know what I mean. So if you get a unit, don't do it because you're in denial of your baldness. Be like, hey, I we'll want hair this, this week. Because <laughs> you want to be a GTA character. Yeah. You want to just come in with a completely different look, high top fade one day, dreads the next, mm-hmm. and you just out here. You know, so you can color them up, put seasoning salt on them. And then go out there, and then you come back with a whole new helmet the next day. And then, then people going to start forgetting about you. And they're going to be like, oh, I, I, I didn't meet you. Yeah, you met me. Well, I had, you know, red hair last time you saw me, but you, it's me. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. What was I talking about? How did I even get on this topic? Why, why does America reject hip-hop? Is it not America? Oh, yeah, man. Amir, got me back on track, man. I'm sick of, that's how I got here. I ended up on America and then. The bald eagle and then the bald, bald. Bald <laughs> hair extensions. It's all coming together. Man, it's all <laughs> verbal cardio, me running my mouth. Um, so I just don't like that 
second class citizen bullshit Americans at large try to place hip hop in when it, it clearly started in America in an exact location. <laughs> they have a they have a damn address for it in the Bronx. So, you know, and people say, well, it actually started here. They actually, well, if you, if you do this, well, they were rhyming in this song. And he'd be like, Skip Dad Diddley D from Vaudeville was doing this. I'm like, you know, he had the first rap hands ever seen. You, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. But they should have been had a hip-hop act do the Super Bowl. Hip-hop is some of the best-selling music there is. It's super popular, man. Get the hip-hop on the stage, man. What took this long? The Super Bowl been around since the 60s. We couldn't do, MC Hammer couldn't do a halftime show? MC Hammer should have been a halftime show. And even if Hammer was, like, he never put out nothing past the funky headhunter and he just came out with his hits. For 12, 14 minutes, Hammer would destroy the halftime show. Turn this mother, the crowd's going to be electrified on a Hammer halftime show. And low key, who would you rather see in concert? MC Hammer or Jay-Z? Who concert are you pulling up to? They're going to do, they do a 20-minute concert. Jay-Z or MC Hammer? Who you who you pulling up on? I'm going to Hammer's concert. I'm going to Jay-Z. I'm hammered out. Give me them five songs for 20 minutes. Jay-Z gonna be standing there. Oh yeah, he do be dancing. Jay-Z ain't got he got zero stage presence. He got hits. He do got hits. But he just gonna stand there and y'all gonna look at rap hands for 30 minutes. Over MC Hammer. Cutting up, wilding, dancing, spinning, turning this mother out, getting you electrified. You have fun in that Jay Z concert. I will. You know what I'm saying? It'll be a nice sing hand. along. Yo, Amir, what you doing? Yeah, Are I'm you, taking Jay Z. You even know Hammer? Yeah, a little bit. But I grew up on Jay Z heavy. Oh, it is. So, and I actually seen, I saw Jay Z and Kanye when he did Watch the Throne. But did you see Hammer do yeah. Turn This Mother Out? Nah. But I get what you're saying, though. But it's like, all right, how do I enjoy the songs? Like, yeah. you get the theatrics and the dancing and stuff. That does make the show a lot better, but... It's like going to a fire musical live. You don't know these songs, but you like, shit, this is going down. So you don't have to know the Hammer songs, but the energy and the dancing and the production, and it's easy to sing to on the chorus. Once you hear Turn This Mother Out, you good. You can rap along. Jay-Z, you're going to have the familiarity. He's going to be like, yeah, I'm taking out this time. Mary, Mary J ain't coming. He's going to be like, to give you a piece of my mind, and he's going to be rap hands. But if he brings out Beyonce. Beyonce ain't coming. Oh, shit. It's Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sean Carter. 20 minutes. He gonna do four tracks. Four tracks. Watch mm. some hammer videos and report back. <laughs> <laughs>
But they should have then had hip hop in the halftime show, man. Hammer should have done it a while ago. This is me just personally, but the Roots would have a hell of a live show. If the Fugees could stay together for once oh in their goddamn God. life. <laughs> yes. The Buster Rhymes and Missy Elliott halftime show. Insanity. I'm here for it. A Buster Rhymes, Missy Elliott. If I was in charge of the Super Bowl halftime entertainment. Actually, Big Fish 922 asks, what four artists would, are you putting on the halftime show? So this is perfect. Well, I got 50% of the list right here. So we doing Busta Rhymes, Missy Elliott, MC Hammer. I'm telling you, I'm bringing Hammer back in here. Mm-hmm. And I'm throwing Kendrick Lamar in there. Because Kendrick Lamar is going to give you a show. He proved that during this halftime show. He was my favorite part of the performance. Um I was happy to see everybody and stuff like that, but Kendrick by far had the hardest hitting performance within that halftime show. Facts. I was like, damn, man, this dude right here. When Kendrick come out of his cave, it's a good time, man. We here for it. And I like the fact that we don't see Kendrick. We don't hear from him. He is he is in the pocket. So he's giving us that artist mystique that I feel like is missing in the age of social media and reality TV. That mystique is gone. The mystery is is gone. And I feel like the mystery just adds another layer of dopeness, in my opinion. Because when you know every little thing, you just be like, all right, man, I don't know too much about you. I haven't seen I haven't seen your backstage, your, your bedroom, your bathroom. I done seen your closet, the drawers in your bathroom. I see what medicines you take that you got from the pharmacy. I'm all in. We all up in there now. And Kanye out here acting a fool out here, man. He was dating Julia Fox, the girl from uh, Uncut Gems, if y'all don't know who she is. Um, They were going on these dates, and, you know, it, it felt like one long date that they were on. They were always together, and... And all this, that, and third. And meanwhile, you know, Kanye out here, you know, hating on Pete Davidson and, you know, fighting with Kim via social media about the kids and, you know, plotting on Pete Davidson again and then getting mad at anybody that likes or was friends with Pete Davidson. It's like, yo, you know, Kid Cudi, man, you taking a picture with him? You're done. I never liked your music. Like, hey, whoa, what? Hold on, man. Hold on a second, man. So... Kanye, he doing a lot. And I saw an article like Kanye and Julia Fox broke up. You goddamn right they broke up. You goddamn right she got the hell up out of there, man. And I'm surprised that she did it, but I'm happy she did it because Kanye is not ready to date. You have to see it. He's fresh out of a, a marriage that he still doesn't have any closure on. He ain't in the right space. And he's still clearly cutting up about Kim. So, like, if I was, like, if I was walking into a situation like that, I'm out. Like, yeah, you know how I fresh out of this divorce. Man, he tripping, man. I'm sick of him doing this, that, and the And then I'm caught up in the whirlwind. Nah, man, let me off. In that whirlwind, I'm going to press that little bus string button. Boom. 
Let me out right here. She got the hell up out of Dodge. And on the halftime show, I'm back to the halftime show. I'm all over the place. Um, the big thing, too, was Eminem kneeling. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? If anybody black gets upset about Eminem kneeling, shut up, man. Sit down. I'm sick of y'all. Anytime, anytime we get allies, you know, in the, in the shit we fight about in this country, and then we get allies that might be white, they might be Hispanic, whatever. As soon as we get some allies going, oh, they just doing it for this. They just doing it. Ain't nobody asking. We don't need your help. Oh, they getting extra, extra shine. Now, nice. and you take it out on real allies, man. I hate that. I hate that whole setup. You know what I'm saying? It's an ally, man. Just chill. You ain't got to do that for us. Shut up, man. Because then, then when they don't do it, we raising hell on the other end. So it's like, man, shut up. Sick of y'all, man. Can't nobody ever do nothing. Nah, man, don't help us. Help us. We don't need no help. Don't, don't touch me. But I was helping. You, you ain't really helping. You doing this. Sick of it, man. And a lot of people didn't notice that he kneeled. They were just like, oh, he, he was kneeling for that? Oh, 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 oh yeah. <laughs> I, knew, I knew what it was about, but a lot of people didn't. So I was like, oh. But it's probably not going to be a big, big thing. But, you know. Sabrina Cook, this bomb baller ass oh. Super Bowl party platter platter (laughs) she put out a whole spread on Super Bowl Sunday it was spread it was country crock spread big spread I was cooking all day three hours of sleep yep she did that man it was food galore my favorite was uh, spinach artichoke dip obviously Uh, all vegan everything was all vegan don't ask the spinach artichoke dip it's always gonna be vegan but uh and then I made that. Well, I had to. I didn't make uh, mac and cheese from scratch. I had, Costco has vegan mac and cheese now. Um, the homie Ayende. Well, we're not really friends anymore, but Ayende, I know, I know him. <laughs> um, he has. It's a black-owned vegan business that now being sold at Costco. So if you're at Costco, go get the vegan mac and cheese. Um, I had that, but I added. Uh, buffalo sauce to it and some like vegan chicken, and it was seemed to be good. People man, liked it. Food was right, man. And then of course, the oh the Brussels sprouts, <laughs> the Brussels sprouts with the bacon and maple syrup. It's so simple, but I love it. I am all in. Oh man, I'm like yo, this. I was in there grubbing, man. I felt. I felt like I was 800 pounds after that. I was, like, I was sluggish McGee. And then and then my stomach started tripping. It was a lot of food. Yeah. And it was a lot of, like, random foods going together. Mm-hmm. I thought of every, like, Super Bowl food, and I was like, let me make that, too. It oh, was the Super Bowl spread. Yeah. Speaking of spread, okay, HelloFresh can get you spread right. They can get you spread eagle out here. You know what I'm saying? 
if you're in a situation, you know what I'm saying, you got to cook for yourself that night. Maybe you got somebody coming over. Oh, I don't know what to cook, man. Hello Fresh got your back for those moments where you like, I don't know what to cook. Hello Fresh pulling up, man. You already know what it is, man. Good, good meals. Good meals out here, man. You know how much money you saving? Here's the thing about HelloFresh is dope. The amount of money you save not going out to eat, first of all, the me- they tell you step by step what to do, how to do it, and then you cook them enough, you, you got to memorize, you feel like a better cook now. Because you be like, man, I, I know this recipe from HelloFresh. And then you got that going, you're saving money, and you're getting pre-portioned meals. So now you're getting the right amount of portions that you need to be eating. Everything's portioned out, so you're good to go. Because sometimes, like when I eat at home, I'll be overdoing it. I'll be going past the portions. I'll be doubling the portions. You know, I'm Portia's McGee, man. Uh, portion Peter, if you will. But with HelloFresh, they already come in pre-portioned. You know what I'm saying? So that's dope. So you already know, you know, how much of what ingredient you need right here. you be like, boom, I need this portion right here. I need that portion right there. You know what I'm saying? Portions. And HelloFresh has fit and wholesome recipes for satisfying and, oh, wait, what? For satisfying? Oh, <laughs> hold on. HelloFresh has fit and wholesome recipes for satisfying and nutritious, for satisfying and nutritious. That's why I'm fumbling. That's why I'm fumbling right there. You know what I'm saying? Hello, HelloFresh has fit and wholesome recipes for satisfying and nutritious meals. See, that's how you that's how you fix it up right there. And keep that in there, man. Keep the fumbling in there. Cause I want the fumbles to be in there. I want them to be felt. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna do HelloFresh has fit and wholesome recipes for satisfying and nutritious meals. Man, come on, man. I'm, I'm the Billy D of this right here, man. Warm yourself up from the inside out with limited time recipes inspired by cozy classics from around the world like beef, tenderloin, and cheese fondue, miso sesame shrimp, and bacon ramen. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your order online in the app. You can easily change your delivery day, food preferences, and plan size or skip a week whenever you need to. Customize your favorite dishes with their new Hello Custom offerings by swapping out one protein or side for another, upgrading for a more uh, loose experience, or even adding protein to a veggie meal. That means more choices, more variety, and more meals truly tailored to you. HelloFresh cuts back on time spent in the kitchen with meals ready in around 30 minutes or less, plus Quick and easy meals, including 20-minute recipes and low prep and easy cleanup options, provide an even faster route to putting food on the table. HelloFresh is 72% cheaper than the restaurant meal of the same quality. All right, HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including veggie, fit and wholesome, family-friendly, and gourmet options, proving plenty of variety. Okay. Uh, so go to HelloFresh.com slash Verbal16 and use the code Verbal16 for up to 16 free meals and three gifts. Let me tell you something. That's HelloFresh.com slash Verbal16. Use that Verbal16 code for up to 16 free meals and three gifts. Um, 
Yeah, y'all, man, get in on that HelloFresh because it's it's quick, it's easy, it's dope, and it makes you feel like you're really doing something in that kitchen. Make you, make it look like you can do more than scrambled eggs and toast. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyway, HelloFresh. Man. It was, it was a lot. I even made street corn. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I made a lot. She went in, y'all. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, because <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be telling because sometimes she be trying to do too much. And I'll just be like, whatever's easiest. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do this too. I'll be like, I always do. I always overdo it. My biggest fear is in <laughs> hosting a party and running out of food and mm. everybody doesn't get to. I'm such a grandmother in that sense. They're going to have to run out next time. Yeah, next time. They're not taking the food with them. Yeah. Because, you know, when you come to our house and take the food, take food with you. They always take just like a plate. They need to take multiple plates. Take everything that's left. If it's something I want to keep, I'm already hide it. Yeah. Take everything. Don't leave me alone with this food. And yeah, you know, people always think they're doing us a favor. No. Like they'll bring in food from outside and then they'll leave it at our house and it's like, "No, take whatever you brought with you." Please. <laughs> Especially yo. soda. We don't drink soda. If you bring in soda to the house, it's going to go to waste. I saw that we have ginger ale at the house. Oh, soda mm. always comes up. But then people barely drink it, and then it's just, now we got ginger. I'm throwing yeah. that shit out. We literally don't drink soda, like, at all. It's not, like, a social thing, nothing. We we are a water and smoothie household and juices. Now you so can we, bring that water. And we yeah. will gladly. Yeah, we'll keep that. Leave that. It's never too much. <laughs> but soda, take it with you. And juices. Like the sugary juices. If it's not like fresh, oh, cold yeah. press. Oh, yeah. You bring in punch in there. Yeah. Take it with you. Take it with you. But, man. Yeah, man. The group we got coming over, they ain't taking enough. And it's pissing me off. <laughs> I'm be like, look, don't bring nothing in here you ain't willing to take back. It's because they eat so much while they're there that by mm-hmm. the time they leave, like, I'm too full. Yeah. And they're not thinking about tomorrow. You got to think about the future, man. Yeah. Think about tomorrow. And then they, they'll, they'll hit us up like, man, we should have took food. Yeah. We should have took food. We said it. Well, I'll be on them, y'all. Like when people be trying to leave, I'll be like, yo, get some of this food. Get some of I am relentless. That's facts. I be packing people's bags like. Man. <laughs> I gave people food of the stuff that I didn't even get to cook. I was like, I didn't get to cook this so you could take it and you could cook it at home. Mm-hmm. Put to-go boxes out. Yeah, that's probably that's a good idea. Ooh. That is a good idea. To go boxes. That's a genius. So simple. Um, So genius. So, Kobe McGuire asked a question. Okay. What's up, Kobe? Tony, one gotta go. Denzel Washington or Will Smith and his music included. Hey, man. Why are you doing this? Hilarious. (laughs) Why are you doing this, Kobe? Denzel, can we throw a third person in the mix? All right. Denzel (laughs) or Will Smith? Okay, so Will Smith is coming with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Summertime. My parents just don't understand. A Nightmare on My Street. Big Willie style. Miami. My jummy. <laughs> My jummy. <laughs> um, Independence Day, Bad Boys, Hitch. I Am Legend. You know, Will Smith is coming. Then I'm I'm getting rid of Will Smith. <laughs> I did all that. I did all that build up just to tell y'all, Denzel stays. Mm. 
Denzel, Denzel staying, man. I can't lose him. I can't lose him. Denzel got the better movies overall. So that I based it on that, even though I love The Fresh Prince. Denzel just has better movies than Will Smith overall so far. You know what I mean? If, if we want to have a if we want to have an individual versus battle between Will and Denzel, I should I should do that. I should do like uh I I would I would go in chronological order and just, you know, have a tournament style of uh Denzel versus Will and see who went out. Like if I take I'll say even though Will Smith was in movies before this, I would say to be like Bad Boys versus Glory. <laughs> it would really it would really have to be maybe Bad Boys versus either Cry Freedom or I'm trying to think of early Denzel movies. I don't know if I'm in that comparison I just did. I don't know if I'm getting rid of Glory over Bad Boys. Even though Glory was fantastic picture, the message, Denzel's performance, but I didn't watch Bad Boys eighty-seven, eleven times. I watched Bad Boys way too many times. I saw it in the movie theater alone four times. I've seen Glory maybe three times I've seen Glory, like from, from start to finish. I, I might have to. <laughs> so in that movie showdown right there, Will Smith with the win. So we would go... Uh, not the whole, not the whole filmography. Just, oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. bad boys versus. Wait, what's going up against I Am Legend? Because that's my movie. I would have to sit here and look at the timeline. Mm. We'll do, we'll do this. Mm-hmm. Well, you gonna clearly give it to I Am Legend. How do I know? How do you know? Because I'm comparing two similar movies. Okay. Because it'll be, it'll be I Am Legend mm-hmm. versus Book of Eli. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good... Because they're loners and they just, yeah. you know, out here. Book of Eli versus... I really like Book of Eli, too. Yeah, versus I Am Legend. But I've watched I Am Legend a trillion times and... You going with I Am? Yeah. I Am Legend. Man, that scene, the dogs, Samantha? Uh, that was a... That, that scene was... That scene hit That scene, him, him losing the dog is stronger than any scene in Book of Eli. Yes. <laughs> But, 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 Book of Eli had a better ending. Yeah. I can see that. It had a better ending with a nice twist on it. Uh, Dang, that's a tough one, man. I don't know if I can answer it just yet. But, oh, Will Smith is outstanding in uh, I Am Legend. Mm Mm-hmm. 
to carry to carry his solo like that, and we all invested and believing it. And mm-hmm. That's one of his best performances. He killed it, like, and he was so likable. Yeah, like even when he ran into like yo, that I love that scene too when he ran into the mannequin. The mannequin like, no, scene. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because it felt so Will Smith. Right. And it felt like he would really react like that. Like, yeah. what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. I love that. And then also seeing seeing my city so empty, I was like, oh, man, yeah. I would kill for that. Yeah. I wish, I almost wish I was in New York for like the height of shutdown just mm. to see some I Am Legend shit, but I feel like it's never going to be fully quiet yeah. like that. I've seen some videos of like um, Times Square mm. empty and I was like, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Like, I like that. <laughs> that's crazy. One thing I will say about uh, I Am Legend, I wish the special effects was a little bit tighter on that. I wish, I wish movies, uh, well, uh, let me know if, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. So you know how we were listening to the Beatles yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll re-release an album or song. Oh, and they yeah, remaster. remaster. Yeah. Can they remaster movies and just re-release it with better visuals? They can't. Mm-hmm. It's already locked uh, in. Damn it. Yeah. The they can just remaster they, the quality of the finished print. They have like they have the edits and like the raw f- footage of that kind of stuff, but yeah. if it depends on what they shot it on. And oh, that is okay. like sensor size and if it's film and how that was processed. So some of those things are like one and done kind of things. Okay. Um, and then I'm sure they can boost up the resolution, you know, like remaster. Yeah. Which is why I feel like with animation, it's a little easier because they can just go in and be like, oh, we got the animation. So right. this mm-hmm. old movie now, it's like, ah, oh, Disney's new. Now it's like re... And when yeah. you look at other movies, it'd be like, we up the quality of it, like resolution of it mm-hmm. or anything okay. like that. But how it's shot is almost like, this is That's it. This is it. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. They, yeah. they did take out all the, the penises from the Disney movies and the, oh, yeah, the with sex the in the clouds and all that. Um, yeah. But yeah, that would have been dope if they would uh, if they were able to. Yeah, because that, that uh, Book of Eli, it kept a consistent tone, good special effects. It looked more practical. Visually, it looked dope. Like, I like the color of it. There's a lot of... Uh, gray and like uh kind of like a hot like a hot gray and i was just like yo it's a dope look and i kind of like uh survival movies like that where i just see how they get through their day-to-day um i really mm-hmm. that movie like just the the visuals even though it's you know, complete opposite. Reminds me of Waterworld, and I used to really like Waterworld. Waterworld. Growing up. That's another pretty dope survival situation. Waterworld was, at the time, the most expensive movie ever made. So they thought, and, the, and it wasn't going well. The shoot was, like, disastrous. I can imagine. And, um, you know, everybody expected Waterworld to be a complete tank. Like, a complete and total shit show box office bomb. But it actually made some money back. You know, it wasn't a complete, it wasn't no Pluto Nash and no Speed oh. Racer. It made, <laughs> shoot, maybe, maybe around 70, 80 mil domestically. You know, so they might have lost some money, but I compared to what was being said about the film, um, 
I think they expected it to lose more, but I'm not sure what the budget was for Waterworld, but it was it was up there. Speaking of uh, Pluto and Nash, I really like Luis Guzman, and I wish he was in more things. Oh, yeah. I just think of him like, man, I I love him. Yeah. He feels like an uncle to me. Luis Guzman. He was on, uh, he was on live a lot during the lockdown, and I was like, man. Was he? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would pull snap. up to his he live. He got an Instagram? He does. I'm going to have to follow him, man. Yeah, because he's just, he got good energy. I like him. And he feels like Luis Guzman is like the Puerto Rican version of Tracy Morgan to me because they are themselves every time. I can see that. Yeah. That's a good comparison. They're they're literally themselves in everything they play. Yeah. Same everything. And I'm like, hmm. (laughs) Yep. I can see it. Mm Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I never even thought about that. I'm like, yeah, yo, them cats are all similar. Yeah, you that know. similar vibe. I got the comparison. Louise just, Morgan. Just hit me up. Tracy Guzman. <laughs> That's actually a dope name. Tracy Guzman is a dope name. <laughs> Guzman is a, is a quality uh, mm-hmm. last name. Um, oh, uh, earlier you mentioned male breast reduction. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of men who have had top surgery. Really? Yeah, and it's uh, it looks good. It shows you the before and the after. Yeah. yeah. So the titty shrunk down, and it was like it's just it's just flat. And then also, you know, obviously trans men get top surgery. So right, I personally right. know trans yeah. men who've had top surgery, and that it's just it's amazing what they can do. So Wait, the like, trans the, the trans men. So that means trans men mean that they're men. Is that what you're asking? So the men are getting reductions? Yeah. When you're a trans man, you're transitioning that, to that, male. That's what you need to clarify. Yeah. Oh, that. yeah. Yeah. Whatever, whatever, you follows, man, I'm, I'm whatever, you, whatever follows trans, yeah. that gender is that's the gender they, they are. Went into. Yeah. That's the gender that they are affirming themselves gotcha. into. So um, trans men, that means they got the breast reduction because they had. Yeah. Well, it's top surgery. It's called top surgery usually. Yeah. Um, yeah, to 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 deflate. You're to, never getting. You're never getting uh, more. Yeah, it's to less. affirm your. So top surgery is only less. Yes. It's never okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they wouldn't call a breast implant top surgery. No, okay. it it usually goes by uh, top surgery because mm-hmm. uh, don't really want to address your top as breast if they if it doesn't really like i don't know I, and i don't want to speak for trans men but i just mm. know that you know the few that i know just you know they they call it top surgery because um yeah let tony some afro said let sabrina save you tony before you fumble into the wrong phrases um yeah that's what i'm like you know always <laughs> i always got um, the eggs but yeah it's just like it's like an uh, uh an affirming surgery but i also know uh cisgendered men mm. who've had breast reduction or top surgery. Cisgender is the, you stand with what they gave you at the beginning. Yes. Cisgendered means yeah. you're a cisgendered male. Right. Yeah. So mm. I, Are you a cisgender female? I am fluid. Yeah. I'm <laughs> a cisgendered female. You know what I'm saying? Hard-hitting questions here. It was something I was about to say, but I forgot. We were talking about breast reduction, blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh, I wanted to talk about this. ain't got nothing to do with breast. Oh, Elliot. Elliot Page's top surgery looks fucking amazing. Have you seen Elliot? I think I've seen I think you showed me that. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, he 
Man. Yeah. But to have money. That to helps. have the best. <laughs> that helps. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get that good shit. Um, shout out to Elliot Page. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I about to say? Oh, 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 Joe Rogan. I didn't address uh, the Joe Rogan yes. shit yet. Um, so here's my thing with Joe Rogan. Not that y'all ask, but you're getting it anyway. But some people have asked, so <laughs> you're getting it. But I don't know if you're watching. Anyway, it's near the end of that. Joe Rogan dropping those N-bombs in various, I guess, episodes or moments within this podcast, right? Dropping the N-bombs with the hard ER. The ER was prominent. Shout out to George Clooney, you know what I'm saying? Anthony Edwards, NBC, uh, Makai Pfeiffer, you know what I'm saying? ER ran for a long time. The hard ER. They need that ER TV show logo with six Joe Rogans behind it. Now, y'all know y'all know me pretty well by now that I'm not feeling that, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not letting it ride. You know, I'm not publicly like, man, this, this, but I'm just like, you know, nah, man, it's bullshit. And, you know, anytime any type of video like that comes out, oh, it's taken out of context. It was taken out of context. It was taken out of context. There should be no context at this point. You know what I mean? Like you, you're grown enough, you're educated enough to know you, you're not supposed to be saying it. That That's just the general flow of it for me. Like, you know, man, ain't, ain't no context. That many times too? Like, come on, man. It's taken out of context. Because um, people just throw that around too loosey-goosey, willy-nilly. Um, now, as far as, so when I found out that Joe Rogan said that stuff, and they said this has been uh, put out there before, but I didn't know. And I'm not a Joe Rogan listener. Like, I don't listen to the Joe Rogan podcast at all. Uh, maybe I'll just stumble onto some clips and interview pieces if it's somebody that, um, you know, I'm a fan of that he's talking to. I might, you know, just pull into that. But, like, um, so I never really was, you know. And I've seen him in passing at the comedy store. Uh, we might adapt it up a few times, maybe. You know, I don't. I don't think he knows me, but um, but that but that's pretty much the sum of our relationship. There there isn't really one, but you know when I hear comedians that are you know in my field, you know drop in bombs like that, and I don't know the context, but I hear it repeatedly. I'm just like I'm disappointed. I'm not surprised, but I'm still disappointed because I'm like man, you know, uh, you never want to hear that from colleagues and like you know people in the game with you, but um. So then, after I see that video or whatever, so now, you know, that comes out. So the black comedians are, like, posting about Joe Rogan. I support him. He's my friend. This, that, and the third. You know, I get it. You know, that's your friend. You want to stand by him in these troubling waters. But for me, here's how I would handle it. Like, if me and Joe Rogan was tight, like, we was cool, we had an actual, like, you know, friendship. If I hear you drop those those in bombs with the hard ERs, <laughs> if I hear you, if I see the video, I'm like, we're gonna have a conversation about that as friends. I'm gonna come to you as your friend and be like, yo, the hell is this? I'm gonna be like, yo, Joe, what in the habit dash reason hemoglobin is going on here? 
What's, 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 what's the context? Break this down for me. Why are you just slinging these words around? What was y'all talking about? What was going on? And why do you keep coming back to it? Why do you, why you think it's, it's, it's okay for you to say it? Like, we got to have a serious conversation. Then, depending on how that conversation goes, we may or may not be friends anymore after that. You know, if there's a double down on, you know, a hard stance on, Saying words like this, you want to you want to continue to say them because this is that and the third, or you know you just want to be stubborn or defiant, or you want to push push the envelope or whatever. I'll be like, man, you know, I ain't rocking with it. You do you, you know what I mean. Um, but you know, if it's broken down in the way, I'll be like, all right, I can respect that. I can respect why you said it, and I get your intent, and I believe you. Then it becomes, well, all right, Joe, as your friend. I forgive you, but when the shit hits the fan, and it will, and it has, and the black community is coming at you, I cannot publicly be like, I'm standing with Joe because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. And it's not because I'm giving in to the lynch mob. It's just the being a person that is black and is offended by that word and is like, aware of what that word means, what it does, what it signifies, all of that. I'm not going to stand by you and be like, I stand with Joe. I can't do that. I got to let the black community have you. I got to I got to watch you get grilled up from the sidelines. It's just that's just what it is. I'm not going to I I can't stand up there and put my name on the line and, you know, integrity on the line. You know, sticking up for you and defending you. And, no, nah, man, you got to take the grill. And I'm going I'm to say that one-on-one. -on -one. I'm like, yo, you got to take this grilling. You got to take this grilling. You got to take this grilling, man. You Planet of the Apes, N-Words, all that. You got to get on this grill, dog. And I'm not going to stand there and publicly be like, my friend. <laughs> no. That ain't how it's working for me, personally. Because now everybody's going to be looking at you like, yo, you let this shit ride? You let this shit ride. This is, this is fine by you, man. Black community going to be like, man, nah, man, look out. So that's my thing on the Joe Rogan thing. I, it, but it was just funny to see those posts like, I know who he really is. <laughs> I feel like nobody really does. I remember one time you were on stage at the comedy store. Mm -hmm. And I was in the in the green room. You know the one with the the bathroom with the mirrors? Yes. That, that one, mm -hmm. right? Because I'm never in the green room in the other uh, room. Um, and people started coming in and Joe Rogan came in. Yeah. And you know, I already told you this yesterday. I've never liked him. He's uh -huh. al he always, he's always, if you guys have known or heard or like paid attention to the name Joe Rogan for the last few years, um, every time I've ever heard of him before he became who he is before podcast, he always like dropped little like, like comments that were like, are you racist? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just like little things. And I was like, I was telling you, he's like the type of dude that would be like, if you were good at a sport, you'd be like, well, of course you're good at a sport, yeah. but not really like expand on what he means by that. But you know, like, wait a second. Right. You know what I mean? He'd make those kind of comments. 
So when he came into the room, I remember I just got uncomfortable. Like, mm. this man. And uh, who else was there? Joey Diaz was there. Oh, okay. Uh, it was just a, it was a funny-ass room for me to be sitting in. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just waiting for my boyfriend. <laughs> 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 Are you a comic? No, I'm just waiting for my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Um, But I just remember his, I don't know, I don't like his energy. You know, I'm big on energy. Right. I don't like this dude. And I was yeah. like, I hope Tony comes off the stage soon. And then you came off the stage. But uh, I never, I never, I'm so surprised at how big he is. Yeah. Like, all of this just makes me realize, like, yo, this man really, he's huge. Yeah. I called I called uh, Joe Rogan uh, UFC racist yesterday. Mm. And I feel like only a very few people will know what I mean by that. Yeah, because I showed that. Yeah. Like, like Dana White racist. Like, like I'm going I'm to make my money where I can. Mm-hmm. But uh, just know if I had to choose sides, I would. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Okay. Yeah, wait, that's ridiculous. She's back. Oh, India Ari backpedaled on what she said. How do you feel about that? India Ari said she forgave Joe Rogan. It was a, it wasn't a, it wasn't a backpedal on her stance with Spotify. It was, I think she believed Joe Rogan. It was something like that. It wasn't like, oh, oh let me, let me, you know, this that, and the third. And the people was like, oh, you backpedaling. They just immediately went to that. You backpedaling. They done paid her off. They done paid her off. So, you know. I do wonder what Dave Chappelle thinks about this. I wonder if he's going to talk about it on stage. Mm. Are they friends? Yeah. I, I assume, I feel you like know. Chappelle's friends with everybody. Yeah, it's safe to say zero. all those all those up there cast like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just assume they're all friends. But yeah, man, I wouldn't be able to post Joe Rogan and, and me in the picture. Mm-mm. I'd just be like, y'all know that's my boy. He fucked up. <laughs> See what y'all got to do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do what y'all gotta do, man. Yeah, because that's something you can't. Yeah, man. That's that's um. I can't and not stick even up because, for that. Not even because of your career. It's like it. It's nothing to do with like. Oh, I'm scared of how my career will be affected if I do stick up for my friend. Yeah. It's more like I, if any other person did this, I right. know how I would feel. Exactly. So I'm not about to switch it up just because I know this guy. Like I have to hold my friends accountable just the way I yeah. would everybody else. Yeah. And that makes the most sense mm-hmm. man if you were to be like i oh, stand with joe rogan i'd be like i don't know tony right for like at least a few months me and you would have to be on a break like in real life we could be together but yeah <laughs> i don't want to put up with those questions I get so it. how do you feel i so, don't and then they're gonna think you and yeah and, and cahoots with that line of thinking too I'm be like nah man he on his own oh nah, man one. you with him but, you, you know, sleep with him i just found out mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been six months and then they pull up the video <laughs> It's a video in our room. Like they I always get this. They gonna pull that whole thing up. Yeah, I get it. Y'all trying to look loyal, but watch out. Yeah, you gotta be loyal to yourself and your experience. Exactly, like, your own you integrity. And, yeah, that's a non-negotiable for me with my white friends. Mm-hmm. Even though I've never had to have that conversation, where it's just like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying. A little loose slip with the N-word, man. But we're friends. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? But let me tell you something, man. You can't just be 
slinging the N-word out like mm-hmm. that. And this is like, you know what I'm saying, Norman or like, you know what I'm saying, nope, you know what I'm saying, nobody. You can throw those around, you know what I'm saying. You saying that one N-word a lot, man. You kept coming back to it. And you put a little, you put a little something on the end. He, I think you thought you was, you know, I think I, I think you think you had a pass to say it. And I don't, I don't really like what you were saying. I don't know you was trying to. You was trying to get the little something, but let me tell you something. I don't, I don't like how you got there, where you went. I don't even know why you was in the vicinity there. And we're be honest with you, if we friends like that, we real friends. You know what I'm saying? We are gonna have to conversate. How long you been holding this in the back burner? You know what I'm saying? Because you you faked to me at this point. You faked to me at this point. I don't know who you are. So as a matter of fact, you know what I'm saying? Every stranger I see, I square up with them, man. We we can take this outside. You know what I'm saying? What you want to do with it? And then. What if you found out that you're the black friend that they pull? Yeah. I have a black friend. Tony Baker's my friend. And I'll be like, <laughs> what's going on over here? <laughs> Tony Baker will stand with me <laughs> on this. In a robe. In the whole I feel like slavery suit. was a choice. <laughs> and that white people are superior. Tony Baker's my man, he'll tell you. <laughs> You come in, I stand with him. Uh, and you lost all credibility as a black. All credibility is out the window. I don't have a movie review for this episode, Joe. I ain't been in the movies. I was trying to watch The Power of a Dog because this movie was nominated for Best Picture. I started it last night. Uh, let me tell you something about the Oscars, man. They be loving some slow-ass movies, man. The slower, the better than them. Oh, this is slow. Oh, this is in black and white, and it's slow. Best picture nominee. That's all it takes for the Academy. Oh, it's black and white? (laughs) Best picture. Oh, it's amazing. It's riveting. It's riveting. I'm sick of the Oscars ignoring comic book movies. Yes, I know they nominated Black Panther, and I know they nominated The Dark Knight. I think that, you know, I don't think they nominated The Dark Knight. I think that's part of the pissery, right? I think The Dark Knight made it to where they had more Best Picture nominees. But for Dark Knight to not win or even be nominated for the, for Best Picture is just... I need the Oscars to respect comic book movies. I think Spider-Man should have got nominated. You know what I'm saying? I think it should be in the mix. I guarantee you, out of those eight or nine movies that are nominated for Best Picture, I guarantee you four of them are boring. (laughs) Maybe even six. Guarantee you. That Power of a Dog movie, it took a while. I was like, it's funny because when you are watching it, so whenever you watch something, I do, you know, I listen in. Yeah. And every time I listen in, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Nothing. And it felt like nothing. It was just a lot of, like, monotone talking to each other. A lot of undertones. Mm-hmm. A lot of internal, I mean, what they feeling right now. What's the dynamic here? You know what I'm saying? You remember that one movie that swept, that you oh. finally watched it, and you're like, what? Uh, it was a, It was black and white. Black and white. I think Spanish. Roma. Roma. It was that movie. You was I was sick. like. When I tell y'all, Tony was sick. This? <laughs> I think that was a good year for movies, too. It was like uh, Black Panther. I think what ended up beating it for Best Picture was actually the uh, Green Book. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yo, man, we need a separate movie awards that aren't the Kids' Choice Awards, that aren't the People's Choice. We need a serious artistic award show that respects what the people gravitate towards. You know what I'm saying? Like, the mood, let let the people get in on what's best picture of the year. Like, the people, the masses, like, man, this, this was the best picture of the year right here. This? You mean to tell me Spider-Man wasn't the best picture of 2021? That these movies are better than Spider-Man? King Richard is dope. King Richard right up underneath Spider-Man. The rest of these movies can't be nowhere near that. The movie that won Best Picture last year was uh, Nomadland. Shit was boring. It was Slowville, USA, population seven. (laughs) It was big boring, man. The Artist. Remember that movie? It was silent film, black and white. Best Picture winner. I was like, man, come on, man. I, I pulled up on that movie. It was boring. Shakespeare in Love beating out Saving Private Ryan. Man, I'll sock out the whole academy. Yo, Saving Private Ryan is the movie that made me realize I really like war films. Man. This is great. It changed the game. It affected video games. <laughs> video games saw that movie and was like, yo, we, we got to incorporate this. Mm-hmm. Man, pissed. The people hate on the Green Book for winning Best Picture. I happen to enjoy the Green Book, and I really like Mahershala Ali's performance, and I like uh, Viggo Mortensen's performance. Mm-hmm. But people like to shit on that movie. But I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't boring to me. MTMTV asks, is Spider-Man the best Marvel movie ever? Not to me, but it's up there. Um, I still prefer... Winter Soldier, Infinity War. I think Infinity War is the best MCU movie. I moved it up. It was Winter Soldier. Now it's now it's Infinity War. I got Civil War up there. Um, I got to sit and really rank it up. But Spider-Man No Way Home is top six maybe seven for the mcu maybe even a little bit higher than that i gotta really i gotta really sit and marinate on that one on that there and i gotta watch it again because also you know i've had multiple runs with all those other movies so i gotta give spider-man that same opportunity maybe i won't like it as much the second time i don't know it's a tough questions guys hard-hitting Moonlight was boring. I didn't think Moonlight was boring. It was slow for sure. It was slow. And there were some artistic choices that I didn't like in, in Moonlight. Um, I did like how it was chaptered, how they had three different actors play the same character. Um, I thought that was pretty dope. Visually, it looked dope. But it was very slow, very quiet. Just like the best picture nominees like it to be. They be like, oh, it's slow, it's quiet. Yeah. With little pockets of 
outburst. Oh, oh yeah. And the final chapter is just quiet and, and the reconnect. Oh, oh yeah. And we're not answering all the questions that the audience might have. Mm, oh, oh, oh. We're going to leave it up to the audience sometimes. Mm, oh, yeah. This is high art. So there, there, there's no real ending. Oh, mm, oh yeah. Sick of it, man. You know what I'm saying? Parasite, though. Mm. That was the best picture I can get behind. Parasite was amazing. So the, the Academy Awards got it right on that bad boy. Because Parasite was fire. Anybody that's ever seen Parasite, I ain't heard a bad thing yet. I remember going into Parasite not knowing what to expect. Oh, it was the beauty of the like, program. What is, what? Wait, what? Wait, man. Man, it was, oh, 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 oh. Fully invested, the tonal shifts, it was just, I'm here for it. And I'm here for Jordan Peele's next film. Even though I don't know what it's about, I like the mystery. <laughs> I like not knowing everything. I like not knowing what this movie is actually about. Just give me the visuals real quick. I don't need to see another trailer. I'm pulling up. I was pulling up anyway. It could have just been like, new Jordan Peele movie, black poster. I'll be in theaters. I'll be there. Uh, we got Kiki Palmer in it and Daniel Kaluuya. And uh, I like that. Kiki Palmer's out here working, man. And I thought she did good in uh, Hustlers. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. she. I, uh, I like her a lot. Yeah. I got to see her last week when I went to that taping. Oh, yeah, you did see her. Yeah, she, I was like, man, she's so cute. Mm, you're she cool, like, too. She seems like the coolest person. Super cool. To be around. Her energy is dope. Yeah. She um she got into it with the uh, with another uh not host. Well, I get, no, uh judge there. Mm -hmm. I forgot her name. Um they got into it kind of like like she said like the other judge said something that was kind of like shady mm -hmm. and Kiki was like, "Uh-uh, honey, don't worry about me." And then like after the cameras cut, like she went up to her and was oh. like, "No, no, no, the what was what's her name cuz it is killing me." Um let me see. I went to a taping of Legendary. I don't know if anybody watches that show. Y'all watch Legendary in the uh, in the Patron Saint in the Chatsworth. This isn't really like a spoiler or anything. Oh, Jamila, Jamila, Jamil. Um, so yeah, so they had a little, little, quick little not tussle, but verbal Just, tussle. Yeah. And I was like, off Ooh. camera. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, but I like the way that she stood up for herself. She was like, Kiki uh -uh. Or yeah, Kiki. Okay. Because uh, Jamila went up to her like, "Yo, that I'm sorry, I didn't mean it like that." Like, I guess she caught herself because of Kiki's like response. Yeah. She's like, uh huh, uh huh. Like, not me. I'm not the one. And I was yeah. like, "Yes, I'm not the one." Energy. Uh, yes. I'm not the one. And she's so tiny, so I like, and you know, as a tiny person, I really love that. Yeah. Because <laughs> Jamila's not small. She is not small. Mm -hmm. She is a tall individual, and so that Kiki was just like. No, ma'am. Mm -mm. I love me some Kiki. Stand up for your little self, man. Yeah. If you out here little, stand up for yourself. That's all we ask. <laughs> Even when you do stand up, you don't. You know, you're not that tall. Yeah, you're not. You're not really going. Anywhere. Nobody gonna look up, but 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 stand up for yourself. They are gonna look up to you in another way after that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about you feel me. I'm gonna be in Miami this weekend. Five shows starting Thursday. 
pull up if you're in the area. I'll be out there. I'm looking for the best smoothies in town. And I, I'm pretty sure Miami won't let me down like what you call it just did. Where the hell was I just now? Uh-huh. Goddamn Nashville. Mm-hmm. Can't, y'all did not come through on the smoothies. Energy shows are great. Super supportive. Thank you so much. It was a great turnout. But man, the smoothie situation. Loss. Anyway, uh, thank you to my patron saints for being in here. Shout out to Sabrina, producer extraordinaire. Shout out to Amir holding us down on the ones and twos. Uh, I'm getting up out of here. Um, We're going to Versus. We're not going to our phones. We're going. We actually going to the versus show. So we. I'll be. By the time some of y'all hear this, you know, versus was yesterday, but we're going to the actual music soul child Anthony Hamilton versus. So I will definitely be doing commentary. Hopefully they got good Wi Fi. <laughs> if they got trash Wi Fi, then I'm, I got nothing for y'all. <laughs> then you leave. Yeah, I'm just. I'm out, man. I'm gonna be there, and they'll be like, "Where's Tony?" Uh, yeah, wife. He's next door at Starbucks. I'm gonna be across the street <laughs> doing commentary. Like, you could be there, but not here. Here, <laughs> anyway, man. Love y'all. Appreciate my patron saints, man. Thank y'all. Movie nights are coming back. I promise, sooner than later. Um, but yeah, y'all. Peace out.